back to No Filter. Happy New Year. My name is Patty. I'm Rowan. And we are No Filter. So, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> so, basically what we're doing right now is we are obviously podcasting. Um, but we do have a live session going right now on my Instagram, and I think we're going to start doing this regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, we did kind of try a little something on Patreon. It was a, it was a platform that we found, and I think we're going to still use it, but we're going to adjust it a little bit. I think we're going to try to start getting some videos to you guys um, on YouTube, Um maybe free of charge. So yeah. we're figuring out some new things. Yeah. New year, new us. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just kind of want to get our stuff out there. We want you to see it. We don't want it to be a big thing. It's not really about the money. That was just like an extra thing. Like if you wanted to kind of like tip us, you know? Yeah. Like you would tip your bartenders, but um, it's not really about making the money. Although we'd love to eventually one day from it. Who would? For sure. But yeah, right now it's just about sharing stories and having a place that we can... Um, Share your stories, too. Yes. So, I figure for this episode, we just kind of do, like, it's the new year. Um, it's our second day into 2017. It's crazy. I know. I can't even believe it's 2017. <laughs> a lot has happened <laughs> last, last year. Last year flew by, like, so fast. I know. It's crazy. Why don't we do a little, like, recap, like, um... Like, your highest high and your lowest low of 2016. Okay. It's going to be hard for me to think about, so you can go first. Because <laughs> it's not going to be hard for me. <laughs> like, it's going to be just as difficult. Um, okay. Um, I mean, I think the high is definitely easy. I think, you know, packing up the car and driving out here... And, you know, making the move from Connecticut to L.A. was definitely a high. Mm-hmm. And just the, that whole two weeks and that whole journey yeah. for me was just like, I mean, it's a life-changing experience to be able to drive across your own country and yeah. like your own backyard and see everything that's out there. And not only do you learn <clears throat> so much about where you've lived all your life, but yourself too. So that was definitely... The high and just, um, I think, out, out, like, more pinpointed. Um, I really, really, really loved uh, the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Like, really loved it. And it was weird because the moment that we got there, I got some really horrific news. But it was, like, the perfect place to be to have to now start thinking yeah, about... Yeah, to take that in. That situation... So that was really cool. Um, my low. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. Honestly. Am I can I use the same thing? You can do whatever you want. Are this there rules no to this? And this is our shit, and there's no rules. So okay, so I say. think that my my low point was also packing up my stuff and getting in a car and driving across the country and to my family. new home and just leaving everything behind. Um, which, you know, I'm happy here. Everything's going really amazing, but 
it's definitely been really difficult not having everybody around. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of the most major moments of Mm -hmm. this year, for sure. Okay, well, since you took a really big high, which we shared together. (laughs) Which we shared together. That'll be, you know, that's one of my highs. But I think another one of my highs, I guess anytime I can travel Mm -hmm. in a year or anytime I do travel in a year, it's always a high for me. For sure. Because it's like my biggest addiction, I think, in life. Um, So I guess my biggest high would be um, Paris for Fashion Week with Mm. Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, and Yeezy and doing all of that that was just like an amazing experience just working obviously for him has been amazing and anytime I get to travel working for him is even better Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah that was great I met a lot of cool people when I was in Paris who I'm so cool with so that's really great and just like a lot of great connections that came out of that Mm -hmm. Um, and just the experience as a whole and then being able to go to Paris and getting paid for it I mean yeah you know and you guys can hear more about that experience in Paris and just working for Kanye in general in In past past episodes episodes. (laughs) so make sure you check out No Filter on iTunes and go back and uh, listen to some of our older stuff yeah so yeah that was a high and just my experience with him that last trip was definitely a high it was like you know very cool and then my lowest low I guess it was just, it's part of, like, the move and just, like, any, you know, with any move, but your low is going to be being away from your family. And so, yeah, being away from my family and also um, just getting situated into a new place. Like, it's not like when I just moved from Connecticut to New York. Yeah, no. like, right there. You know, this is moving all the way across country. And so there's definitely been some moments of stress and anxiety and... Um, doubt and that's normal I think for anybody when they make such a drastic change in their life so those moments weren't like the most pleasant obviously to have to deal with but you know it's part of adulting if that's my lowest low of this year compared to the type of year and the life that other people are living out there in the world Mm -hmm. then I've got it pretty fucking good yeah so I have zero complaints about 2016 word um, I know, except for the president. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> that's, that's a given. Thing. Um, that's pretty shitty, but... But yeah, know. I feel like around social media and all that stuff, people have just been complaining and talking about how shitty 2016 was and all this stuff, but like, I mean, I obviously don't know what's happened in everybody's individual lives, but yeah. I don't think 2016 was really that bad. Like, I don't think it was bad, it, besides the presidential election, which was just like tragic on so many levels. There was a lot of legends who passed away in 2016. There's a lot of, yeah, like a lot of things like that. But I mean, when you look at places like Syria, yeah, all these places in the world where people are fucking dying, yeah, who their next thought and their next like worry is if they're going to be alive. Yeah. Not like, where are we having drinks tonight? Not what's for dinner? Not like... I think we've got it pretty okay, and I you think know. everybody should just be, you know, grateful that they live in America, even though it doesn't seem yeah. that way right now. The horizon doesn't seem too bright, but we but can make it bright. Right. It doesn't have to be so gloomy and, like, negative going into it, so. Yeah. Weed's legal in California. I'm happy. <laughs> and it's only going to become more legal across the United you know? States, I mean, so you can't go wrong with that. Um, 
Yeah, I think that was a really good point. And I think um, I just want to men- – we're probably going to mention this in every episode that we, we do. And, like, Viceland is so amazing. We were watching a show yeah. today. First of all, goals is to have a show on Viceland. Goals! So anybody out there who's got the connect or anybody from Viceland watching. We're really fucking fun. Like, like we jump out of planes, (laughs) we jump off of buildings, we get high, we know how to party, but we also know how to give back and, like, be in the community and talk to regular, real people. So if we can mesh all of that together, I think you have really pretty awesome hosts. Yeah. For a show on Viceland. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. But we just watched a show today called Payday. And every episode follows, like, three or four people in different cities. So today we watched Memphis and Reno. And um, just people from different uh, age ranges and how they are making it and how they're living their life. And some of them are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, Some of them have bigger dreams and aspirations. Some of them are just working a regular job and trying to make it through, support their families and stuff. So it's just really, really cool to see. And, you know, Viceland, like I said, just always has the most popping shit and, like, things that matter, like, things that you should be watching and learning about and, like, understanding how other people live. Yeah. Because that's always, like, the biggest misconception is that a lot of people don't understand other people. So once we can get to a point where we can understand each other, like, we're gold, man. We're gold. Right. right. <laughs> and like, it's just done in such a way that's, like, it's fun. It's yeah. These shows are just filmed so well. And yeah, educational. But, like, not, like, you know, vanilla shit that you don't really care to fucking know about. It's, yeah. like, real-life shit, real-life people. Yeah. No yeah. filter. No filter. <laughs> I was just telling Rowan there was an episode. Of, there's a show called Balls Deep on there, and there's an episode, the season finale, that they just did with the first lady, Michelle Obama, and, like, she reached out to them and wanted a show called Balls Deep to cover an initiative that she was doing. By 2016. Do you know what I mean? By Obamas. I'm gonna miss them. It's so amazing. It's just so crazy. So, anyways, make sure you guys check that out. And And our next first lady is definitely going to have balls deep inside her with her fucking psycho-ass husband. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't care. It's 2017. (laughs) No filter. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. So, yeah. So why don't we talk about how we spent our New Year's Eve? Okay. Because we're in a new place and you're used to spending it with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I've been, I thought about it even at, you know, yesterday, the next day and everything. But, um, basically, so I come from a super large family. Uh, we all live, well, most of us all lived in Connecticut. And so every year for Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we would do a giant party and it would be like 70 of us Mm -hmm. just family Mm -hmm. plus girlfriends boyfriends friends like whatever it is so um I have never spent a new year's eve out partying and the only the one time that I did go out was after the ball dropped and I went to a party that you were at on Deer Hill (laughs) that was the only time I've ever gone out on new year's eve and it was after the ball oh wait that's a lie I went out last year after new year's eve and I actually did have after the ball dropped and I had a really good time but the first time I ever went and you out, had shit so and much. I had it was like the most like ridiculous party. This was years, years, years ago, <laughs> years and ago. I this was when I was still living in. Connecticut. It was probably like five years ago, long time ago, and Four, so five years ago. Um, friends like these guy, this guy, these guys I knew rented out a mansion, pretty much like a big ass house, and threw a party, and so I was bartending, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm very used to working New Year's Eve. I actually enjoy working New Year's Eve." Um, and so, 
This party was ratchet as fuck. Ratchet as fuck. I still miss that purse. I really liked it. It was so beautiful. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. Like I have the same purse. I, I think you. I think it's very similar. The clutch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mine was like blue and silver or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I think I gave it to you. Did you? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes from a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I went out that one time after the ball dropped. I left my family and like my shit got stolen. Like it was just. An unnecessary night. I didn't need to be didn't out. Didn't need to go out, yeah. You know, whatever. So I learned my lesson cool. And then last year, uh, we ended up going out to the ball job. But I did have a really good time last year. Because I was, like, with your sister. And, like, all my cousins oh, came yeah. with me to the party afterwards. So it, was, it wasn't a big deal. But, um, yeah. So this year, obviously, I'm not going to be home with my family. And I went home for Christmas. So that was super, super nice. Um... And then I knew I figured Rowan was probably going to be working. Our other roommate was back in New York. So uh, I bought a ticket to a party at the Roosevelt Hotel with some other friends. And, you know, I had a really good time. Yeah. You know, we went to a friend, a friend of a friend's house to pregame. And then we, uh, we headed over to the hotel. We had to wait a really long time because we fucked up our timing. And we had to wait a long time in line. But um, overall, like, I'm glad we were just in one place. Like, everybody that I went with is, like, a good time. Yeah, so, that's all that matters. You know, had some burritos afterwards. It wasn't anything out of this world, but I had a good time, and I'm glad that I, I was there. You know? Yeah. So it was cool. I enjoyed it. And then the next day, New Year's Day, I had to work. So um, I brought in 2017, making some money. You know, and it's not the worst way to start it. Yeah. I would have preferred to stay in bed, but mm -hmm. just trying to get back on my grind, like we've talked about. Hell and yeah, like, man. Cause like I used to work a lot more than I work now. Me too. Which is weird, cause it's like now I'm like completely on my own, like no support from my family or anything in any type of way, and like I work less, but I'm making it work. Yeah. Which is also a very interesting process to go through. Uh, when you go from, like, making a shit ton of money and having so much money and having all these things, and, like, now you're like, okay, I don't really need this, I don't need this, I don't need this. And it's really nice to kind of, like, downsize and mm -hmm. figure out what you need and what you want mm -hmm. and, you know, fig you know going yeah. through that whole process, so. For sure. So, yeah, that was 2017 for me. Mine was very different. <laughs> um, I actually spent it alone. At home. Mm -hmm. um, I took some time, which I never do, because I'm not into, like, New Year's resolutions or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I took some time, and I wrote down a list of my New Year's manifestations. So things that I would like to manifest in this year and not necessarily resolve, because I don't think, like... I mean, yeah, everybody has things that they need to improve, but you don't have to change. Right. You just want to improve, you know? So I just... I don't know. The whole word, resolution... Um, so yeah, I made a list and I just broke it up into kind of tiers, like, um, just like my career goals when it comes to acting or just like getting out there, something with my creative side, um, just trying to pursue that more and give that some more time and nourishment. And then work, um, financially goals that I have financially and then my last one was mind, body, and soul. So I want to focus more on just, like, taking better care of myself um, physically, <clears throat> mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and just being more mindful, just giving myself more time to be more mindful. So one of my biggest things was 
I want to um, give myself like 15 minutes each day, whether it's in the beginning of my day or at the end of my day, to just take some time to either like set intentions for the day or reflect on my day and just take some time for myself. Mm-hmm. Just breathe, just take it all in and, you know, give myself that, that moment. Um, so New Year's Eve was nice. I got to just like, you know, reflect on the year and the things that I wanted. And then I started off the next day really great, just the way I wanted, you know, the mind, body, and soul. So I found New Year's Eve night, late night, I found this um, really awesome workshop, yoga workshop at Green Tree Yoga um, and Meditation Center. And that's in South, South LA. And they were doing a special for New Year's Day. And they had an instructor who came from Atlanta. And her name was... I have it here, Chelsea Jackson Roberts, Dr. Chelsea Jackson Roberts. She has a PhD, and she (laughs) is the founder of Red Clay Yoga in Atlanta. So if there's any listeners who are in Atlanta, definitely look into it. It's both Red Clay Yoga in Atlanta and Green Tree Yoga in South LA are donation-based yoga um, centers, which is awesome. So you can, and their mission is to just try to get obviously more people to do yoga, but they're in marginalized areas. So people with low income, um, they want it to be more accessible to them. And a lot of places are very bougie when it comes to yoga and they're so expensive. And when you really think about what yoga is and what it's for, like it shouldn't be all that. that, yeah. Yeah. So it was just really nice to be in a space on the first day of the year with other people, like-minded people who wanted to be in a space for healing and just like meditation and starting off the year on this foot. So it was just the energy in the room was unreal. And um, Chelsea was an amazing, amazing instructor. I think it really always depends on the instructor too for the yoga experience. Um, But she was amazing. I actually teared up twice. Just... I don't know. She was just very soothing and very warm and very sweet and very loving and very grateful that everybody was there to share that with her. Mm -hmm. And it was just nice to look around the room and see all these other people. Um, Yeah, and just be in a space like that. So it was a two-hour yoga session, which I had never done that long of a session. And I was like, holy shit, how am I going to make it through this? But it didn't feel that long at all. And... I had a lot of moments of like just crazy energy that you could just feel in the room and there was a lot of people there. Like we had to get super tight, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was amazing and yeah, I did that and met up with you to eat and it was just like a really nice productive day and that is exactly the way I needed to start off the year. Like Mm -hmm. I just had to set it on the foot that I wanted to just keep it going and that's just being more productive because I definitely got lazy you know, like, moving here, it is La La Land, it's always nice, there's always something going on, and I wasn't as um, proactive in, in trying to find work, and really, whatever, timing's everything, I do feel that way, and everything has happened the way I think it was meant to, um, but it, it did get stressful at times, so for me, it's just, like, more, I think, my biggest thing going to 2017 is effort, mm-hmm. and putting in more effort because you can't sit around and wonder why things aren't working out or progressing when you're not putting in the effort that you could or should be doing. Yeah, for sure. You know, so for me, it's just more putting in effort Mm -hmm. and hopefully getting in what I, getting out what I put in. Yeah, definitely. 
I mean, I never really do resolutions or anything like that. There's always stuff that I'm like, yeah, I want to do this this year, that this year. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would say I'd want to do, I've already been doing it. Yeah. And I've been really, really trying to be mindful of it. And I had to really, really be mindful of it while I was home last week. And that's just saying no and doing what I want to do, which sounds like a bit, such a basic thing and like... Yeah whatever like of course you're gonna do what you want to do but uh just the way that I was brought up and just the life that I was living back east and uh all that stuff like I never said no to people it was Mm -hmm. really easy for me to be like yeah I'll be there I'll meet you there at one and then I have to be here by 2 15 to meet this person for this and then I'll go and do this for you at three and then and I was like always doing things constantly for other people I mean obviously I wanted to do them too but um, I've really been trying to be like, no, I don't really have time for that. Yeah. Like I can't. And like the first day that I got to Connecticut, I had to like put that into practice and like everybody was hitting me up. Like, are you going to come out and meet us here? And I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like I really wanted to, but like, I can't do it. Yeah. Like I just can't do it. And that sounds so simple, but for me, it's like such a big thing mm-hmm. to not like rush out and like leave my house and go and do this and so I think I've been doing a really good job about it so my plan is to just try and like continue that on yeah it's funny you say that because I went home for Christmas also and my my uncle actually said my aunt and my uncle they they were like you know we can tell that like you've just matured so much Mm -hmm. since you've moved yeah um and I was like really like how so like what do you mean and they're like well Last night you like stayed over and hung, like just stayed and hung out with us. Yeah. Like, you didn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And when I was home, I was so and not to say that I don't care about my friends anymore, but I was so much more. I think when you're living with your family, when you're close to your family, you take them for granted. Yeah. And you're not so much focused on the time you spend with them, and you end up spending more time with other people and friends, and you know you want to have fun, and there's nothing wrong with that. But now that I'm away from my family and my time with them is so much more precious, mm-hmm. I find that I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. Like, yeah. I really don't because they're not checking for me. They're not worried about me. Yeah. They're, don't, they're not there for me the way my family is there for me. Yeah. And, yeah, when I have the time and when I want to, like, cool, yeah, we can chill, we can catch up, whatever. But, like, this trip for me was to put in as much time as I could with my family. Yeah. And... I don't know if that's maturity, but, like, they felt it, and it just made, like, it warmed my heart that they, Mm -hmm. like, sensed it and felt it, and, like, it kind of made me kind of sad that, like, I felt like maybe I had, like, not put in enough time before, like, I took our our time for granted before, but, you know, it is what it is. I think they get it. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, I've definitely become closer to other family members since I've been gone. I mean, we've always been close, of course, but I've definitely become closer to a couple other ones since I've been gone and it kind of, and then when I was home, like it almost felt like when we were like younger, like I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up. Like I didn't make all my friends till like, like I knew every, yeah. <laughs> like I knew everybody like throughout high school I don't and have stuff. the same friends growing up. So that's just goes to show. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, 
continue, but then I have something to say. Yeah, like, I, we all knew each other in high school and stuff, and even, like, with Mabel, like, we went to the same college, and, like, we would see each other, but, like, I didn't become friends with people until after high school, after college, and, like, all that stuff, so, like, now I feel, and I, my cousins were always my friends growing up, so now I feel like... Okay, so, in true no-filter fashion... <laughs> I don't know what happened, neither of us do, <laughs> but the recording was cut off. So we're just going to try to pick up where we left off and try to go ahead with this train of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you want to finish saying what you had to say about your family? Yeah, I think I was just pretty much saying that um, I'm getting to the point where I feel like it's it's back like when I was younger with my family, where it's like we're all looking out for each other. We're all really motivating and pushing each other to do better. Um, and to spend more time with each other. And I think that just comes with, with getting older and realizing, you know, what's important, what's not. And everybody goes through that phase and that journey, whether you're number wise getting older or just, you know, maturing whatever age you're at. For sure. And I think what I was going to say earlier, um, was just about friends in general Mm -hmm. and like, for the most part I don't think like people really have the same friends they had growing up if they do that's really awesome but like I personally don't and I think that has a lot to do with like my growth and my evolution over the years and how much I've changed and like the people that I realized that are really there for me who's not Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I feel like it was years ago but I was somebody said this and they were basically saying like oh, I don't trust you if you don't have any friends from, like, your childhood. Or some stupid shit like that. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and I thought about it. And for a while, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't really have the same friends from when I was younger. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, my friends were my family. And then I had one best friend from, like, fourth grade to, like, maybe a year into college. And then after that it just we just we're not living the same lives exactly I outgrew all my friends and that's not to say like you know no it's anything not, negative yeah. about them it's just you're just not in the same place no and you're you know you come to a fork in the road and one of you goes right one of you goes left and there's never any you know bad feelings or like I don't like you anymore or like you did yeah. this to me it's just like we just don't have anything to say to each other, yeah, you know? Anything in common if I see you out, hey, how are you? Have you been? Right. Sure, but like, I don't. Isn't that so interesting, though? Yeah. How you could be so close to someone <laughs> and then almost become strangers. It's crazy. Especially it's really crazy. in, I don't know what's worse, either like in relationships, like boyfriend, girlfriends, or like in friendships. I think if in relationships, a it's a, it's a, it gets a little bit more, like... Easier? No, I think it's a little more difficult because yeah. there's that level of intimacy that yeah. you guys shared. So there's, like, always that kind of, like, physical tension that's in the room because mm-hmm. you know, like, you've already had that before. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I've maintained friendships with all my exes pretty much, which yeah. is great. And I don't think it's been, like, really weird or difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the a lot beginning, of my friends, it always like, is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely harder with a significant other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's also why I always try to end things on a better note when I'm ending a relationship or whatever and not be so hostile and negative about it. Because at some point, like, you fucked with that person hard. Right. Literally there was love there, and figuratively. So it be lost. Like, 
And, you know, you were obviously with them for a reason and they made you feel a certain way so that whenever you're, you know, going separate ways, there's no reason to be, like, so negative and hateful about it. Mm-hmm. You know? It just... So always try to keep it positive and keep it moving because you never know when you're going to need to be around them again or reach out again or whatever. Yeah. So... I think that goes with anything. Like, oh, any yeah. type of relationships don't burn bridges. You never know. You just never know in life when someone's going to pop up again and you might, like, you know, need them or Word. vice versa. Um, so before we got cut off before, also, we took a few questions from our live stream. Oh, yeah. And I guess we could just, like, answer those really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Samara asked what was our favorite trip um, together or in general. Um Oh, yeah, and I said Miami. Yes. The first time we went to Miami, because yes. it was uh, both of our first times, and um, <clears throat> it was just so not planned and so, like, perfect. Yeah, because it wasn't planned. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> the best thing We had zero plans. expectations None. going in, and we were just, like, went ham. Yeah, I know, <laughs> personally, like, I was like, I just want to be on the beach and have Fat Tuesdays, and, like, that's it. And, I mean, obviously, we got so much more out of that, but yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was great. And we met with people that we're still in touch with today. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. For the, you know, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. So, yeah, that was definitely my favorite trip, I think, that we've taken. Yeah, that was a crazy trip. Miami mm-hmm. was crazy. That just set it off for me. After that, I was, like, addicted to Miami. Like, I couldn't yeah. get enough of it. And, like, all so I wanted to fun. do. It is. I plan on moving there or at least having a home there in the future. <laughs> in the future. Word. Um, what else? What other questions did we? Um, somebody asked me. Who my favorite musical artist is. Mm. <laughs> and I had to say... I already knew the answer. Right now. <laughs> just because right now. Mm-hmm. The weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about doing a video. Yes. Wanting to do a video. Yes, I do want to... Well, I want to... Well, you can't do a video to his songs because it's like copyright issues. Right. But I love to shoot to his songs because I just feel so sexy mm-hmm. and he makes me move my body in ways <laughs> I didn't know I could. Yeah. And we have some old school behind the scenes footage. I do. I think I'm going to post that. So if you guys want to see it, make sure you hit up Rowan. I think I might post that. And ask for it. Well, I, would, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't hit me up or ask for it. But <laughs> Not personally. <laughs> like... <laughs> Do not slide in my DMs. No, no. <laughs> Public get at. And just so happens that that is who brought us together in the first place. So everything just comes full circle. Yeah, so we went to go see The weekend uh, in Toronto about five years ago now, five, six years ago. Yeah. So, so I guess to wrap up, because we're going to keep this one really short, um, I don't really know what else we missed. It really sucks, because when it's in the moment, it's really I know, funny. It's so it's much really better. Great. Whoever joined us for the live stream, I hope you had a really good time. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we had a little more fun after After. we finished filming in the kitchen with Patty, like, cooking and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. And I think we're going to do it every Monday. So tune in um, every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. 
10 p.m. Eastern time. And I don't know where we'll be. We just know I'm going to go live at 7 p.m. Wherever I'm at, I'm just going to go live yeah. for y'all. <laughs> and then yeah, we'll do that. And then also uh, look, fo- subscribe and follow us on YouTube, No Filter K-N-O-W. We are going to start putting videos on there for you all to see. Um, try to record our podcast live and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So, so we're trying to do better in 2017 <laughs> than we did in the last half of 2016. So, um, but yeah, as we said before, we're just trying to figure it out as we go. So you guys are on the journey with us and we appreciate you for doing yeah, it. For sure. So yeah, make sure you're following Rewanted on Instagram for the live streams on Monday and... Do we want any um, ending words about, I guess, I mean, this was our New Year's episode. So we already talked about resolutions slash manifestations. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I guess just Happy New Year and stick to, to what you set out to do for this year and um, be your... Be your biggest fan. Be your biggest motivator. Like, nobody's going to do it for you. No word. For sure. No nobody's going to do, do shit, shit for, you. <laughs> for you. So, if you want something... The world owes you nothing. Yeah, you're trying to take that trip this year that you've been dying to take. You're trying to buy that car. You're trying to do whatever. You're trying to help people do more volunteer. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, just, like, set the goal every day. Set the steps to reach the goal. And, you know, it should be pretty pretty easy from there. When it co- oh, um, you mentioned volunteering. I actually went and volunteered today. Oh, yeah, and I, I want to I want to let them know about this organization. If anybody's in LA or um, in you know this California area, mm-hmm. it's called My Friends House, and you can find information about it on myfriendshousela.org. And they started it about five years ago, and the lady that started it is always there. Um, and they do it every Wednesday between twelve and two, and they set up on Skid Row and mm. they get food from like Trader Joe's and all the stuff that like is still really good food but by law they have to kind of get rid of mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and we just set up a table with a bunch of food a bunch of clothes and um, all of the people get in line and they come through and we just give them like whatever it is they need so it was really awesome yeah, and I think cool. I'm going to get more involved with them and try to go more often and it's just like a really nice feeling to just be around people and like it puts things into perspective and whenever I think I'm having like I'm at, I'm at a low or things are not going well for me like doing stuff like that just goes to show like somebody always has it worse and it yeah, just makes sure. it, it just feels really good to give back so I encourage people everyone to get more involved in their communities and do whatever they can for whoever they can mm-hmm. um, whenever they can yeah it could even be like a friend or yeah. a family member or whoever there's always somebody that needs something um, that you can probably offer them so figure out what you can offer to somebody else and then find that person to offer them that um, and help them out so, so yeah here's to more love light and life Word. Happy In New Year. 2017. Love you. Bye, guys.